This is the Six Man Show, a brand new Orlando Magic podcast with your hosts, Will Robles and Jonathan Osborne, covering all things Magic basketball. By fans, for fans. Go Magic. What's going on, Orlando Magic fans? We are back with another episode of the Six Man Show, your podcast home for the 2019 Orlando Magic playoffs. Today is March 18th, 2019. We're recording this at about 9 o'clock. You guys will be hearing this April 19th, uh, 2019, the day of Game 3 of Toronto Raptors Orlando Magic, the first home playoff game in the last seven years for the Orlando Magic. Oh, yeah. We're back with our boy Will Robles. He was on a short hiatus. Yeah, what's going on, guys? So he is back. So, Will, it's um, no secret that Game 2 did not go as planned as we hoped or as we expected. Yeah. After game one, uh, I think all the Magic fans, uh, we were all feel, feeling pretty confident about the fact that we actually had a, a real chance in this series. Yeah, we were definitely high on the win. I still feel like we have a chance in this series. Not quite as confident. I think game two definitely showed the the differences between these two teams and definitely, for the most part, exposed our weaknesses and and exactly how it is to to stop this team and if we don't figure out a few things going forward I think it's that's going to be a problem yeah they showed why they're the number two team in the the entire league this season just especially Kawhi just Kawhi being you know finals MVP Kawhi looking as good as he's looked in the past two seasons I, I admittedly I haven't watched you know the last few years too many you know Spurs games and honestly I didn't watch too many Raptors games this year but yeah. I don't know that I've ever seen Kawhi look quite that good offensively. He was just absolutely unstoppable, hitting everything. I mean, I thought that he brought out the full offensive arsenal the first game, but good God no, almighty, was that was ridiculous. <clears throat> Orlando Magic fall to the Toronto Raptors 82-111 to in Game 2 um, in Toronto in the Scotiabank Arena. It was pretty evident from the tip that this game was going to be completely different. Yeah. I think Game 1... You could feel the crowd in Toronto. You could feel how intense it was. It definitely felt like playoff basketball. But game two was nothing if not that multiplied by two or three times. I think the fans and the Raptors felt, you know, like game one got away from them, that they lost, you know, a, a big opportunity. Yeah. And all of a sudden now they're looking at going back to Orlando down two O. And they just, the fans, the team, they were just not willing to let that happen. Yeah. I mean, it just felt like a completely different environment from the opening tip. And Toronto just looked like a, a completely different team. Yeah. Toronto what, went on a 11 to 0 run to start the game. Start, yeah. And from there, you knew, like, you got the sense that Toronto was going to, you know, kind of win this game. Just the way that they were playing, the way we weren't playing, you know, just turnovers and bad shots and this and that. It was. From the get go, you knew it wasn't going to be the, you know, it wasn't going to be our night. See, I, I disagree with that a little bit. I just felt like at some point the guys were going to respond. They were going to learn from the things that you know kind of hampered us in game one. Even yeah. though we came out with the win, I thought they would find a way to to get Vooch going. I thought you know Terrence Ross would you know help mm -hmm. keep us in this game, which he did for the most part in this first half. Yeah. You know, and Aaron Gordon, very aggressive. You know, from the onset of the game, he looked really great. I thought that they were going to come out give us their best punch and then that we were going to kind of waver the storm and just start to kind of climb back in that game. And we did, you know, you finished that first quarter only down eight points. 
you know, Terrence Ross, you know, comes in to that game. He starts hitting shots, starts hitting a couple threes. Aaron Gordon is playing, you know, very aggressively on offense. So yeah. started to, to get back into this game. I mean, you go into halftime down, what is that? 12? Down 12 points. We, we've seen that time and time again, you know, especially over the last couple of weeks, down big to Miami and down to, you know, Boston and, and still found ways to, to come back in that yeah. game. So it kind of it kind of felt like that. And you even hear Steve Clifford after the game talk about, you know, I thought that we were gonna, <laughs> after the half, yeah. we were going to come out and, and play pretty well. And just like he said, they were just absolutely, you know, awful yeah. in that game. So, well, why don't why don't you tell us where do you think that the team has gone wrong so far in the series and, and kind of what we need to fix going forward to, to be successful. I, I, I just feel like Vooch needs to, to step it up. Like, this game, 6 points, 6 rebounds. I mean, that's definitely not going to cut it. Vooch, 6 of 21 for games 1 and 2, 17 points, 14 rebounds total. Just that alone, I mean, if he can be something in our offense, um, he's going to help us out a lot. And then Jonathan Isaac, I mean, going 0 for 6 at the 3-point line. Like, he doesn't need to be shooting so many threes. One for eight field goals. These are just bad shots he's taking. I mean, he's, you know, they're leaving him open, too, for the most part. But he's just not knocking them down. So, you know, if you're not knocking them down, you got to find some other way to be effective. If not, take it to the hole or do something, especially like you have Kyle Lowry uh, guarding you at times. Just take him down low. I mean, Jonathan Isaac isn't, you know, uh, it's no secret that he's not a, a postman. Yeah, or- he's not a postman, but... Go ahead. I mean, I'm not a postman. I'm five nine, but if I've got a fifth grader on me, you know, I think I could turn and go over my shoulder and, and get something. I mean, yeah, Kyle Lowry's kind of a stocky little guy. Yeah. Could probably pu- push Jonathan Isaac off the block, mm-hmm. but it's like part of this team's philosophy and sometimes to a fault is that to stay the course. <laughs> stay yeah. the course, stay the course, stay the course. Even when the rotations aren't necessarily working, even when the offense is bogging down, even when we're missing, you know, good shots. Instead of like you said, take the take the ball to the rim or or try to try something different, you know. This team just always stays the course. And a lot of the time, you know, this year, that's worked in our favor. Yeah. You know, we stayed the course even when we were down, you know, eleven games under five hundred. The team fought all the way back to the playoffs. Multiple comebacks during the year, the team has just, you know, stayed the course. But this time of the year it's like I mean, it's it's winner go home at times like this. So it's like yeah, you can stay the course, but sometimes that ends up you losing a ball game 82 to 111. Now, yeah. a couple things in this game, you know, the first two games, like we've said, I mean, you mentioned Vooch going 6 of 21 from the floor so far in this series, totaled 17 points and 14 rebounds. Two weeks ago, you would have told us that 17 points, 14 rebounds, that's, that's a pretty average game. Yeah, that's one for game Vooch. for him, yeah. So, I mean, you, you just you, you watch him, and yes. Marcus All is playing incredibly well defensively. I mean, the guy has won a defensive player of the year. Yes, you know, they're they're sending the the double team. Kyle Lowry is doing, you know, a, a great job of kind of swarming to the ball. They're they're they basically taken DJ out of the out offense, of the game, putting yeah. DJ you know, Danny Green on DJ, and then they're basically putting Kyle Lowry on whoever is the least effective offensive player on the floor, whether it be Jonathan Isaac or at times Wes Awundu. And basically daring those guys to to shoot. There was one point in the the first half where you know Terrence Ross drove to to the free throw line, pull up jumper. Yes, he makes the shot, but twelve feet away is Wessel Wundu wide open at the left wing. 
you know, Kyle Lowry is not worried about him whatsoever. So I just think that if they're going to double Vooch, Clifford said it over and over and over again. He's got to do a, a better job of, of helping Vooch in those situations. But so do our guys. Like, run to the open spots on the floor. Vooch has got to make better decisions. I mean, he, he, he just... I don't want to say he looks scared, but he looks so unsure of himself right yeah. now. You know, I don't know that I expect him to break out of it. I think that he can. I think with a, a few adjustments, but I think it's safe to say at this point, I'm legitimately concerned. I thought one was game one was kind of a of an outlier or a, an isolated incident, but game two has showed us that what Toronto wants to do: get the ball out of Vooch's hands, make him make tough decisions, make him make difficult passes. And then do their best, you know, to to limit Terrence Ross. Now, Terrence Ross, you know, he he did get his numbers in in this game here. Uh, Terrence Ross, fifteen points, five of ten from the floor, three of seven from three. Terrence Ross was a huge part of keeping us in this game, you know, in that first half. But we're gonna need more, you know, performances like we got out of Aaron Gordon, twenty points. 8 of 12 from the floor, 3 of 5 from 3. I mean, yeah, playing solid. At, yeah. at times, you know, it felt like he was playing hero ball, but I mean, at other times it just felt like that was the only, you know, offense that that we could really muster. But going back to Vooch, heading into game 3, historically, players that don't have much experience or, you know, for the most part role players play better at home in front of their home crowd. You heard Jonathan Isaac talk about it a little bit. It's just that sense of familiarity, yeah. you know, of, of being at home that Hopefully these guys will be able to play a little bit better. Yeah. I mean, you're just looking at it. I'm looking at the the box score and stuff like that. Aaron Gordon with 20 points. But then you have Fournier, uh, 10 points, 4 of 12, 2 of 7 for 3. DJ Augustine, just 9 points. Vooch, 6. Isaac, 5. Like, as good as, like, Toronto played and stuff like that. And I know, you know, media, the media has been giving a lot of credit to Toronto and, like, Kawhi going off and stuff like that. But our team just played really bad. Like, I'm sure game three we can play. Obviously, we can play a lot better. So, it's, I've, you know, to me, it feels like it's more of what, like, we did wrong than it was, like, Toronto's defense. And Kawhi just had a crazy game. But I don't I don't see Kyle Lowry going eight for 13. I just – and then I don't, I don't see Fournier going four of 12 and DJ going – one of six, like at home, game three, come on. Well, this is what I'll say to that is that I didn't think we were going to see Vooch go, what was it in game one, three of, of 13 or something like that. I, I didn't think, yeah. you know, Terrence certainly wasn't going to go one of 10 again, but here we are once again, Vooch, six points, six rebounds, three of seven from the floor. So, yes, I do expect the guys to play well at home, but I don't think at this point we can just count on the guys bouncing back. I think adjustments have to be made going forward which I think will Clifford. be will be made um yeah. especially going home I think once they they feel that crowd the crowd hasn't played or hasn't you know felt a playoff game in 7 years I think once they come back they're playing and the crowd's going being super energized I feel like our crowd will be more energized than Toronto's crowd just because you know we've gone 7 years without being in the playoffs Toronto's been in the playoffs the last 6 7 years so their their crowd is already like, eh, you know, we're kind of used to it. But Friday night, just I think it's going to be a crazy game. Well, you say that our crowd is going to be, you know, so much better than and more excited than Toronto's. I certainly hope so, because we're going to need them to be. We're yeah. going to need, you know, the, the blue and white to ignite. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. a- absolutely. I mean, 
we're going to need the fans to to get behind this team and and hopefully just psych Toronto out or I don't even know if that's possible but we're we're going to need, you know, a big fan presence at that game. Yeah. Like you you mentioned though a couple minutes ago, it wasn't so much about how well Toronto played, it was how poorly the Magic played. Evan Fournier even said that after the game that yeah, they played well, they played incredibly well, but they didn't play 30 points better than we did. Yeah. Um, the thing that kind of sticks out to me is just going down the line, just the the inefficiency. You mentioned Evan Fournier, 4 of 12, DJ Augustine, 1 of 6, Vucevic, 3 of 7, Jonathan Isaac, 1 of 8, Kem Birch, 2 of 7, Jaron Grant, Melvin Frazier, those guys kind of played in, in garbage time, so I'm, I'm not really going to count them. But, um, yeah, just the the defense of Toronto in Game 2 was just watching the game. I could hardly breathe. I mean, just literally suffocating. You're watching the game, and, and you just see the activity, and they're just all over our guys. The one thing that, that did bother me kind of in that second half is, yes, I think the officiating did change drastically in that second half, but when we've got guys you know in foul trouble like Danny Green, like Kawhi Leonard in that first half, it's like Aaron Gordon you know, or you know DJ Augustine gets the ball, and it's like, go at these guys. Like, we're already down 12, 13 points. I mean, try to get these guys into foul trouble. A fourth foul on Kawhi Leonard could change late in that second half. I'm sorry, late in that second quarter, like you said, could change the game. Yeah. Maybe we don't see Kawhi Leonard until the halfway mark in the third quarter. Maybe it takes him out of his rhythm. Yeah, and he doesn't get high and score. I think it was like 17 in the third yeah. quarter. Yeah, I mean, like you said, if, if Kawhi does get that fourth foul, things are different. Definitely. I just feel game three, we need to come out with a lot more intensity than game two. For me, though, too, I feel like game two was like a must win for Toronto. Absolutely. Like, if they don't win this game. Bye-bye, Kawhi. Yeah, I, I, I don't – because they, they already have that – it's not the same squad as before. It's not the same team. They still have that they kind have of that, stigma. Yeah, of just like, oh, you guys are falling apart again in the, the playoffs. And then especially Kyle, Kyle, you know, he's been a part of that – that whole that core yeah of just falling apart pressures too much so to me they needed to win this game so I'm not surprised with Kawhi going off and then Lowry going for 22 points like it wasn't surprising I, I think we all could say like we didn't expect to lose by this much or expect to lose but we all had like a feeling like if we win one like we did the first game the likelihood of us winning game two was kind of low I mean, you and I talked before this series, and we thought that maybe this game, this team could get one or two games in this series. So to get game one and essentially steal home court away from the Raptors, yeah, that's incredible in itself. So now two games at home, yeah, we got the blowout out of the way. I expect Clifford to make adjustments. I expect you know some of these guys to to break out of their slump. Vooch just needs to figure out whatever the hell is going on. He's, he's got to get us some points. He's got to get us in a better rhythm offensively. But like you said, I mean, if we can win another another game here, hopefully even two at home, yeah. head back to Toronto, the, the series is tied, or we've got a 3-1 a to one lead and a chance to close mm-hmm. out. I mean, a, a week, week and a half ago, we all would have been you know jumping over the moon for this opportunity. So, yeah, game two was discouraging, but we still got a lot of things to, to be encouraged by and a lot of things to look forward going into game three. Yeah, I'm just hoping this, you know, game two doesn't like, didn't rattle them too much, and that game three they're going to come out 
not feeling like, hey, you know, we just got blown out. It could happen again, blah, blah, blah. They just need to come out with energy. They can't start the game as bad as they did for game two. Just like 11 to zero, like the game started off bad. Then you're playing catch up the rest of the game. Like they just need to come out full force game three. Had this blown blowout happened in game three, I think, yes, they would have been rattled. But yeah. see, seeing as this happened in Toronto, they knew that their backs were up against the wall. They just came out swinging. I think the guys are just going to say, you know what? Chalk it up. Let's go home. Let's let's get back on track. And, and that's what I think I think will happen here. The other thing, I mean, yes, Kawhi Leonard went off in this game, but we need to do a better job of helping either Aaron Gordon or, you know, Jonathan Isaac. If he gets a step on one of those guys, at, at times he literally just had a, a free run to the rim. Yeah. We've got to do a better job of helping those guys. I think I thought game one Yes, that the rhythm of that game was just just very weird. It was a very ugly game, and that's really what the Magic have to do to have a chance in this series. But Kawhi Leonard obviously didn't have nearly the game that he had in Game Two. Sometimes superstars are just that—they're superstars. And you and I talked a, a couple minutes ago about that hard drive to the right that he had in either the third or fourth quarter with Aaron Gordon and Boots right in his face, and he still knocks that shot down. Yeah. When a guy's got it going like that, it's very hard to stop. I don't think Aaron and Jonathan played quite as well defensively as they did in the first game on Kawhi, but sometimes it just comes down to a superstar making superstar shots. You know? Yeah, I, I don't feel like we can really – we're not going to stop Kawhi in game three. Like he, he still might put up 30 points, but we definitely need either try to slow him down as much as possible or don't let these other guys get off. Like Siakam with 19, 19 points and 10, 10 rebounds, going 50% field goal percentage like and then Lowry like we for sure can stop Lowry like we did it in game one for the most part I mean he didn't score I a lot he, of that was missed shots yeah I mean he had a the he is an all-star he had a post-game interview where he's like oh you know I was still effective in this game even though I didn't score whatever but <laughs> just as long as I feel like as long as we can slow these other guys down and just make it tougher on the other guys because Lowry's gonna go I mean uh Leonard's gonna go off if he wants to, regardless. If we can stop these other guys, just slow them down, we have a much better shot. So I think the, the keys into the next game have to find some way to contain Kawhi. Don't, I mean, yes, he's going to get his numbers, but he doesn't need to be 37 points on 15 of 22 shooting. Yeah. Okay. Another thing we need to do is we definitely need to take care of the basketball. Toronto, 10 steals in this game to, to our two. And then the Magic had 17 turnovers in this game to Toronto's seven. A lot of that, I think, was, you know, the 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 mistakes, you know, by Vooch in this game. Four turnovers just by himself. He's once again, he's got to make better decisions. But try to contain Kawhi. Try to take care of the basketball at home. If we don't get Vooch going in this series, we don't stand a chance. Yeah. I don't care how we do it. That is the number one priority in this next game offensively is to, to find ways and, and don't just sell out and even if it's not working, keep forcing it to Vooch and, you know, making bad decisions. I think if he's not going to get it going, you've got to find the offense somewhere else, but we've got to find a way to get him a few quick, easy baskets and really get him going. 
if they're going to double team, we've got to find ways to make plays out of out of the double team yeah. to discourage you know that double team. If they're going to continue to hide Kyle Lowry on Jonathan Isaac or or Wessa Wundu, we've got to I don't know maybe find ways to put those guys in in, in a pick and roll, get a switch on the Kyle Lowry, get Kyle Lowry onto somebody like Evan or or maybe Aaron Gordon. Maybe they can make some plays defensively for the most part. I think we've done well. I mean, blown out by 30 points in this game because, yes, like you said, Siakam had a great game. Kyle Lowry had a great game. Kawhi had an insane game. But if you cannot score, I mean, game one, we won, what was that, 104 to 101. Even if you you know put up 104 in this game, which we didn't have a great offensive first game, but even if you score 104 in this game, you're still in this game only losing, you know, you would have only lost game two by seven points, so... Yeah, I'm looking at the box score. I mean, like, we we didn't play with much energy. Look, the Raptors had 10 steals compared to, to two that we had. Five, uh, Toronto had five blocks compared to our four. We had 17 turnovers compared to their seven. It's just like nothing was going our way. And then the free throw percentage, I'm looking at it. Toronto shot, you know, their free throws 94.1%, and we only shot 542 and we shot 24 we made 13 out of 24 free throws they made 16 out of 17 so we are attack like we are getting fou- drawing fouls against Toronto we're just not making the free throws and then including with how bad we shot the three like we you know we're not going to win like that shooting 26.5 for for three that's ridiculous yeah <laughs> i mean like you said nothing you know, in game two was really, you know, going our way. Yeah. Just long and the short of it is that we did not play well enough to stay competitive in this game. Toronto's back was up against the wall, came out swinging so much on the line for them. The history, you know, of, of, you know, the, the first round, you know, issues that they've had trying to hold on to Kawhi Leonard mm-hmm. in this, you know, off season. I think the, the franchise, the fan base, everybody feels the weight of that. So, Sometimes the other team, you know, down the the sideline from you is just better. And tonight, well, this night, Toronto was just much, much better. But we're going to need Orlando, you know, really to to tighten things up and and come out swinging in game three. Like you said, first playoff game in in seven years. You know, I I fully expect home court advantage. What do you expect? Because you'll be at that game. I sadly won't. I have to, to work. You'll but be at game four. I will be at game four at Easter. Four. You know, it was sad. A little we, bit of praise Jesus, a yeah. little bit of Orlando we, Magic. Uh, John bought tickets for game one, <laughs> and then <laughs> I found out that I could not make it because we have an event at my job that I have to attend, so I had to sell my tickets. So I hope the people that are, are going to be sitting next to you now, they're good people. But if what they're you, Toronto fans, they're getting punched in the face. Yeah, just If they've got out. Kyle Lowry jerseys on, Call they're security. definitely getting punched in the face call security yeah um but yeah what do you what do you expect from like the crowd i mean like i said i was at you know the game a few weeks back when we played atlanta not the blowout but the the game you know right before that which was pretty close to a blowout but it wasn't you know when we eradicated them you know a a couple uh weeks later but that was honestly the the best atmosphere that i've felt at the amway um, watching that Atlanta game on TV even seemed like it, it, w- it was at another level. And that was the, the last home game that we've had. Everybody's talking about the fact that, oh, yeah, we've won you know nine home games in a row. Well, we haven't played at home in 
two, three weeks now. I mean, uh-huh. finished the, the the season, you know, on the road, you know, uh, against the, the Hornets weeks. and the Celtics. So, yeah, it's been two weeks since we've been at home. So I don't know if that nine-game, you know, home streak really means anything at this point. I think the momentum of that is kind of washed away. And now we're in the playoffs. It's a different animal. But I, I just think, I mean, there's going to be a, a lot of storms tomorrow in Orlando. That's yeah. what the, the weather forecast is showing. But hopefully we're all soaking wet and we're rooting on the magic no matter what. I mean, hey man, that's I hope so that's too, the man. reality I, of it. We can't let any this team needs us. You you can't let a little bit of rain and I mean we have hurricane parties. This is Florida for God's sake. Like yeah. don't let a little bit of rain and thunder get in the way of us getting to the Amway. Yeah. Like do whatever it takes. That's, I don't care if you've got to swim down Church Street. Yeah. Get your butts in your seats. Yeah, fan you know, the fans, if you guys are listening to this just and you're going to the game Friday Stay safe. You know, it's supposed to be supposed to thunderstorm around supposed to be pretty nasty. Yeah, around when the game starts and like, you know, by the time you drive into the game it should be real nasty. So uh you know, be prepared for that. Uh bring your then, ponchos. Yeah, just be ready for it, you know. Stay safe. We need you guys alive, you know, and make it to the game. The team needs you alive. Yeah. We need you guys there. Yeah. Um and then I wonder how it's gonna affect the watch party. Yeah, I don't think outside, they've, so I don't that, know. that's that was one of the coolest. I mean, I don't know if you saw that video of uh, across the street. They were in that you know office building watching the the game from the live feed, yeah. and then across the street they had the the broadcast delay. So it was DJ hits that three, he pans around to um, I think that was the the Wall Street Plaza there, mm-hmm. and then about three or four seconds left, you see everybody freak out. <laughs> as, um, but yeah, I don't think they've said anything as of this point as of Friday night about that watch party, but I'm sure we'll find out in a little bit here or, or probably tomorrow morning. One last thing I, I do want to say is I know the, the game seating wise is pretty much sold out. Yeah. However, the magic are still uh, selling standing room only seats and obstructed view seats. So don't be selfish. Don't worry about whether or not you can see the game. There's TVs all the way all over the Amway. Yep. We need as many fans packed into that building as we possibly can get to make as much noise as we possibly can. Don't be selfish. You can watch the game on the TV if you have an obstructed view. We need you guys in there. We need you guys making noise to, to to get this. Games, you know, three and four. I mean heading back three to one, you know, back to Toronto, that'd be incredible. Yeah. Um, anything else that that you'd want to add, Will? No, I'm just I'm excited for for the game. I'm hoping that we come out and we start the game off strong, with a lot of energy, and just I hope the team plays their heart out and the fans show up. Well, yeah, I definitely hope the the teams and obviously the the fans show up. You know, we've been waiting for a playoff game for seven years. Everybody's had seven long years to to you know stuff their piggy bank, save up some money. So yeah, doesn't matter if you can't pay your water bill. Buy a freaking ticket. Get yeah. to this game. Even the fans that haven't been there in seven years, I hope you guys show up. Yeah, bring bring the bandwagon fans out. In all seriousness, we need as many fans you know as we can get. So if you're a, a bandwagon fan, a, a first time Magic fan, you've been away for a little while, but now you've come back. Welcome back. It's all love. There's no hard feelings. Welcome aboard. Blue and white ignite. Let's get these W's and let's move on to the second round. It, I mean, it looks like Philadelphia is kind of regaining their form and you know getting ready to, to, to beat up on playing. the Nets. He's not playing tonight. No. Is that game on right now? Are they in the middle 83. of that? Yeah, right now at the beginning of the the second half, the Sixers are up six 
on the net. So we'll see what happens there. But let's just get through Toronto. You know, then we can start worrying about the the second round. It's going to take a lot out of this team to do this. You know, it's it's going to take our best basketball. This is an incredible team. We saw that in Game Two. We saw what this team is capable of defensively. We've just, I mean, Terrence Ross called Steve Clifford a genius, and you know, if Thanos really is a genius, <laughs> he's he's got to figure out a way to to get Vooch going and. You know, I I believe that he can outcoach Nick Nurse and, and and I think so too. You know, break this puzzle and and figure this equation out. But Nick Nurse, you know, in his own right, is a is a great coach. Got this team to what was it, fifty eight wins? Yeah, second this year. best team in the league. So yeah, no ifs, ands, or buts about it. Clifford, Booch, all these guys just have to come out get it done if, if we want to you know continue to have a chance in this series but that's basically going to do it you know for today's show uh this is john and will thanks for listening to the six man show once again your official podcast home for the orlando magic playoff run we'll catch you guys next time thanks for listening to the six man show be sure to subscribe on itunes spotify google play and stitcher to get new episodes downloaded directly to your phone Please take a minute to give us a five-star rating and a review. It would really help us out a lot. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Six Man Show and like us on Facebook. We'll catch you guys next time. Go Magic!